1: Hello Beauty News family! Welcome back to another wine time. Cider time.
2: Highball time. Drinking food.
1: Oh yeah! They're actually really good, those sugar free. They're like super refreshing.
2: Yeah they are. And they remind me of Japan and we're not allowed to go travelling for ages so may as well drink... To remember we should just
1: do we <laughs> should just do a wine time reminiscing about what we're not allowed to do <laughs> yeah well, it'd be a oh long one gosh. okay so today we're actually gonna talk about drumroll limited edition products so we're gonna talk about the who the what the when the why of the limited edition stuff we're gonna take a deep dive into it because It can be a polarizing discussion or topic. Yes, it can.
2: Yeah, I've noticed that definitely looking at, you know, people's responses to limited edition collections, you either love them or you hate them. You either get them Mm. or you don't get them. Now, I think there's merit to both. There's people that, like, use makeup because it's practical. They use it as a function. And if they find something they love, they want to keep repurchasing it. So limited edition doesn't lure them in it's actually the opposite of what they want then you get the crazy people that are like us that for some reason special makeup whether it's cool packaging a really interesting formula something we've never seen before something that is limited and exciting um, if that sort of like it it brings you another level of joy there's definitely going to be different people that have different perspectives but we're also going to be talking about this from makeup lovers perspectives where we sort of do have a soft spot for limited edition products
1: we do a very particular soft spot yes (laughs) yes (laughs) i've got
2: like so much makeup in front of me i just pulled out some (laughs) i spent 10 minutes pulling out (laughs) some (laughs) limited edition products and i've got a table's worth so yes a
1: boatload Yeah. We love Look, them. to be fair, a lot of the makeup that I have kept over the years has been limited edition stuff because it's special to me. So let's start <laughs> by talking about what limited edition makeup is. So, I mean, the name says it all. It's yep. limited edition. It's released usually for either a period of time, so a short mm-hmm. time, or for a limited product run, so they'll have like a limited amount of products that they manufactured Um, these sort of products can be based around you know, holidays so we're looking at like Halloween collections or Christmas collections, Um, they can also be influencer collabs they are typically limited edition as well, Mm -hmm. Um, and then you've got I don't know how we would describe it but maybe supporting releases or mm-hmm. seasonal releases so these are collections that are released either to suit the season so like a summer launch or a winter launch um and then there's sort of these like capsule collections like that trend are,
2: collections
1: yeah that's a good way to put it trend collections so they're based around something that's trending or something that the brand wants to focus on like cherries or something like that glitter so there's rainbows yeah <laughs> that's right so there's all sorts of ways that we see limited edition collections in the makeup industry and to be fair i would actually say maybe even the majority of makeup that is released is limited to some degree
2: we see so much more limited edition collections and collaborations and you know collaborations with disney and whatnot that's the majority of what we actually see these days whereas you know five ten years ago they were very they were quite uncommon especially collaborations or um a collaboration with a property and they were a lot more exciting because they were a surprise whereas i feel like now you just have to look at instagram and every day there's a new like collaboration or limited edition release that's being shown so it becomes really a dime a dozen these days, especially Colourpop. They do want everybody read. Absolutely. Weak. So in terms of why brands do limited edition collections, I think, okay, there's going to be people shouting at the screen going, because they want to make money. And yes, mm. they want to make money. Um, that's definitely, yeah. I think, the main driving point. Um, when it when you look at a collection of makeup, like a permanent collection of makeup, I always think of NARS because they have quite a bland looking stand. Um, if you look at what they release and what they've got permanently out all year round, it's very boring. It's black packaging. It's generally quite muted colours. But when they bring out something that's like shiny and pink or bronze and whatever, glittery packaging and something cool, it stands out and it does make people that are interested in the brand buy more than what they normally would. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. There you go. I've got a couple is here just, too.
1: Yeah, this is just a smidge of what I have. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Stuff like this, compared to their bland, usual stuff, gets me every time. I'm here for it. Every day yeah. of the week. Even I feel twice like, on Sundays.
2: Yeah, I feel like the bland stuff just fades into the background. And unless you've got a product, like a foundation or a concealer or a powder that you keep repurchasing because you love, chances are... Like, you're not going to go and be like, oh, I just have a hankering for a new eyeshadow palette. Let me browse the permanent NARS yes. stand. It's not going to happen. You you generally look at the things that are up front and it's all about sort of marketing and making people buy something. I think also mm-hmm. capitalising on sort of seasonal releases and trend the current trends, um, can also get people buying when normally, um, again, their sort of permanent collection wouldn't. You just sometimes want what's currently popular. Also what I've noticed about limited edition collections and I was thinking about it, um, I'm actually wearing something on my eyes today from, um, this is from Mac. Now this is the Dazzle Red Dazzle Highlighter. Like this is the most random. I remember when we bought them. So random. It's a red glittery highlighter that has a gold duo chrome to it. Now, Mm -hmm. this is an interesting product But if this was on the shelves all year round for years and years and years, people probably won't buy it because it's sort of one of those things that people that look at makeup as though they're magpies and they're looking for something shiny, they'll pick this up and then it will just fade into the background. It takes up shelf Mm -hmm. space. And so I feel like what brands often do is they will choose color stories or themes, a good example is as well, two-faced with their unicorn rainbow shit that was all the rage at the time but would they have permanent shelf space for this in this day and age no it won't sell so i think it's a calculated move as well to be like okay we're going to focus on this trend collection for this short period of time because it's going to peak and then burn out so there's no point turning it permanent so i think Mm -hmm. it's a combination of trying to obviously make things a little bit more exciting um, make money, but also realistically look at the lifespan of the product and how people are going to buy it So I think brands Absolutely. have to do this to keep things that sort are of fresh and interesting.
1: I totally agree with what Kat's saying um, When was the last time you went and bought a palette that has been available at a brand for years and years and years? Like after it had been released like I can't remember I know I bought a Marc Jacobs one, but it was meant to be a limited edition collection. I was just lucky to get it 50% off when Marc Jacobs had their sale. I reckon the last
2: time I bought a palette that had previously been very popular and had died down, it was back in when the Naked 2 had just been released. There you go. Like, I never look at old palettes and be like, wow, I never gave you a second thought. You've been out for five years. I may as well pick you up now. Never, ever, ever. No,
1: never. I wouldn't even consider it. Not interested.
2: And that doesn't mean that I only buy limited edition products. It just means that I like to buy new or limited edition products. That's right. And that's where it keeps things new and interesting all the time. And us suckers buy them.
1: (laughs) Yes. And look, I think when I am going to buy something that's been around for a long time, I'm typically looking for products that have withstood the test of time. Mm That aren't based around a trend. So we're talking about things like primers and skincare mm-hmm. that's still, you know, really, really popular but has been on the shelves for years. Um, Powders. Concealer, powder. Yeah. Like, those really sort of fundamental items, they're the ones that I want from core collections that are, like, a part of their, like, their base range, essentially. I don't want to go and buy... A limited edition foundation if i love it and i want to repurchase it i'm fucked you're not getting it and again i think that's
2: exactly yeah i think that's exactly why you rarely see limited edition foundations concealers primers um powders yeah. because they're the things that people want to rely on and keep going back to and if you fell in yeah. love with like i know a few people had that issue with um the mac patrick's powder Now, Mm -hmm. from what I understand, this is a permanent product but a different color. So you can still get the powder in different colors from MAC, but this particular color was limited edition and people fell in love with it. And then all of a sudden they used it up and they're like, I can't get it again. So that's where I think people can get a little bit disappointed. And that's why I think brands stick to the color products, the highlighters, the eyeshadow palettes, the lipsticks, the blushes, because they're the things that take half a lifetime to use up but also um you know by the time you do use it up there's another color story that's more popular that you need to move on to anyway so you're never really disappointed by buying it as a limited like release
1: people are more likely to buy a limited edition highlighter blush or eyeshadow palette and actually get tired of it and want to move on to something else before Mm -hmm. they even finish it up And they're going to want to move on to something That's trendy at the time Oh, I keep seeing orange blush on Instagram And it's really beautiful I'm going to buy an orange blush next Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, it's spring And I want like sparkly, glittery eyeshadows Or something like that That's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to gravitate towards So yeah, I think those things are extremely Trend, season, holiday Sort of related And Mm -hmm. that's You know, I think that's why we do see so many colour collections that are limited. That's why Colourpop is the way it is. (laughs) Because that's what they do! That's what they do. Limited edition collections are what keeps the makeup industry fresh. Could you imagine if you went into an Estee Lauder... I was gonna say a store, but they don't have stores. Stand. If you went in a stand, went to an Estee Lauder stand, and you were still seeing the makeup that they like released fifteen, Ten twenty years, years ago, because yeah. they've still got it. Yeah, but true. it's also peppered through like it's behind their new stuff, which they have on their stands. So I think it is. It's probably, to be honest, the lifeblood of the makeup industry. if people weren't buying limited edition products and let's face it and i don't say this with any judgment because i do it myself buying stuff indiscriminately and excessively buying way more than we need because Mm -hmm. we do when we're buying things like this if that wasn't happening there would be no beauty industry it would be a toilet it would be yeah. a money sink for brands. Yeah. If people had in their
2: collection one foundation, one concealer, one powder, one blush, like they the industry, would they would tank. They would absolutely they would tank. They rely yeah. on people getting excited for new packaging or new scents of product. Like how many MAC Fix Pluses do I need with different scents? I don't, but I have them. Like they They're exciting but... and they make me feel good. <laughs> so I feel like it's definitely yeah. a way to make people spend their money and you know again it's not always limited edition products there's you know brands do pump out new permanent products as well but they have to Mm. cap how many permanent releases they add to the line because of course they need to factor in like will it still sell in a year's time but also they generally have a limited space with the stands that they have in the department stores or sephora or alta or whatever they they're in um, they, if they want to add something in they've got to move something out so they're very very selective okay. with what with what they put in permanently um, but limited edition it makes things so much easier and even if it's out for six months like it can be out mm. for six months and still be considered like a seasonal type release so yeah that's definitely why brands do it to make money but um, I think also it, it's also to make consumers happy let's be real people get excited so to for this kind current. of stuff stay current yeah yeah, yeah. they've
1: got to be relevant Well, they have to make the the people happy because if the people aren't happy, they're not going to come back and buy the stuff. So it is, it's a very cyclical and it is a give and take situation. The brands need to release the cool shit so you will hand over your money. But the stuff's got to be good Mm -hmm. for the end consumer because you're not going to go back. And, that, and, it, and it can, it I can mean,
2: backfire, it can backfire big time uh, if the stuff's actually crap It can
1: bloody well backfire <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> on the outside, crappy yeah. on the inside yeah. Which happens a lot yeah. And maybe we should talk about like what does spark someone to feel like it's a good collection Or good yeah. limited edition release And what makes a bad limited edition release
2: I know that for me at least... Um, my reaction to buying a limited edition product is if they're like polar opposites. I either am so excited that I got it because it is worth the money, worth the hassle finding, and it's a beautiful product that I love and own, or I feel like I've completely wasted my money and I'm bitter and that does turn me against a brand. So I feel like they need to get limited edition products right because it can either bring in new customers or it can alienate the customers they already have. So if they fuck something up, like, it can be quite damaging.
1: I 100% agree. Um, I never forget. (laughs) Like, I never, ever forget when I buy a bad collection. Ciate, Jessica Rabbit, I'll never trust them again. Urban Decay, Game of Thrones, nah, you're dead to me. Um, these guys, which I just held up, the Besame like Disney inspired book palettes. These are some of the most visually beautiful makeup items that I own. They are they take my breath away when I open them. Even to this day. I opened one yesterday. I was just They're beautiful. Like, my god, this is just the most beautiful makeup item that I own. It is mm-hmm. so, so special. But whenever I try and put these eyeshadows on my eye, I'm just like, what is this actual piece of chalky dog poo that has gone white on the side of the road and I picked it up and tried to rub it on my fucking eyelid? <laughs> this is bad. It's so yeah. bad. So, you know, I I think the, the important part about getting a collection right is every part. It's not just... <laughs> the the bit on the inside, it's not the packaging, it's not, you know, the price. It's everything, everything has to hit the mark because like I I'll never buy from May again. Until they release another one of these and then we'll see. No,
2: no the to me. <laughs> Um no I do agree with you. I think you need they need to have packaging that's different from their permanent range it needs to be a good formula and also a good concept and if they're going to be collaborating with either an influencer or a property they need to do it justice they can't just phone it in and make something that looks really bland or like something that they've already got in their range it needs to stand out as being something special for people to um take notice of it another thing that i have been looking out for in limited edition collections these days is something that i that's different and it might stand out as being a different product for that range or just different to what i have like for example this red sparkly Mm -hmm. highlighted duo chrome thing it's different but at the same time i need to be able to use it and one thing i feel like brands often do is they'll release something that's quite gimmicky and even like okay am i going to put this on my face no but it's a beautiful eyeshadow so i need to be able to see that i can use it and it be functional in my life because if it just sits there and gathers dust that's what i also what's sort of, the
1: point yeah i sort
2: yep. of go that wasn't worth the money i regret buying it
1: so another reason why we might see uh products come out in limited edition collections is actually to test the waters to mm-hmm. see what people are gonna think about a new formula or a new concept of an existing product. So this is the um, NARS Sunkiss Bronzing Cream. And look, this is a fantastic product. When I saw they were releasing this, I was like, I'm getting that, I've gotta have it. And it's good, it's actually good. Now, yep. Kat and I were theorizing about this. We reckon it's it would have been popular. It definitely sold out. We reckon they're gonna bring it back with the like matte back matte black cap yeah. and this is going to be the special one. So you're yeah. the old OG if you got the gold and if you've got the matte black then you just jumped on the bandwagon after we all fell in love with it. So that is a very very common thing that we see. and there is actually one brand that we see do it probably every month. Now, yeah. Yeah. if you guessed Colourpop, <laughs> you'd be right. <laughs> so we see this all the time. Colourpop uh, releases their new collections, and there'll be, like, a new product that we've never yeah. seen before.
2: Like a lip um, stain or a new lip yeah. gloss formula, and like yeah. in two one shades.
1: Their, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one of their... What are those lip products that we hate? The Luxe lip. Lux Lip. Everything. Yeah, the Lux Lip Line. Just... Let's bring out a new one of them. <laughs> Look, I, I don't mind that. I actually think it's kind of smart to test the Waters, but it does get mm-hmm. a bit tiring when you see brands like Colourpop doing it all the time. It takes the shine off those mm-hmm. um, new formula products, basically.
2: Some other good limited edition releases that we see often. Um, firstly, you can just be as simple as changing the packaging and changing the color or scent of a very popular existing Mm. product. So we see this a lot, you know, around the holiday times, we see Too Faced bring out like their gingerbread girl, gingerbread man. Um, Again, the melted matte liquid lipsticks, they've been around for a long time, but these are shades that you can only, shades and scents that you can only find uh, in the holiday season. So, um, you know, a twist on a popular product. Same as MAC, yeah. they do it all the time with their Fix Pluses. Um, they bring yeah. out limited edition scents and packaging. Just, you know, so people that know they love the product and that can they can rely on the formula, it's just a bit of a fun twist to what they've already been able to access for years and years. Um, Another thing that I particularly love um, is when brands bring out either mini collections or like bundles. So good value of, you know, the previous products that have been released, but the packs themselves, yeah, they're they're good value. You can sample a bunch of things. One that I was going to use as an example as well. And this is from Nas. Um, this is just one of their sort of face and eyeshadow palettes. I realised how much I love their highlighter formula from this, mm-hmm. but it's like a sampler. You can have a highlighter, a bronzer and eyeshadow. So if you're fairly new to the range or you've just tried one product in the past, you can buy one item and get a bit of a sampling at yeah. generally a discount. So, you know, that that's also a limited edition, um, a, a popular limited edition release. And um, I find those great for, again, testing out more products from brands and also getting better value for money, which, you know, I always appreciate.
1: We love that. We love Mm -hmm. good value. Okay. I think we need to touch on the darker side of limited edition products. What makes a bad limited edition release? Now, I think there are a lot of things. Obviously, the polar opposites of some of the things we've just talked about. Quality. If the quality is bad, like, get fucked, I'll never forgive you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Um, Which, can I just say
2: also, it's
1: there's some brands
2: that are notorious for doing that. When it comes oh, yeah. to holiday releases, like I know Too Faced tend to do it um, with eyeshadow palettes mainly. And Tarte mm-hmm. do it as well with some of their holiday yes. releases. They yep. downgrade the quality and... When brands make things, like I know Tarte, I think they generally make things in the US and then they ship them, like they manufacture holiday releases in China just to sort of mass produce them and make them a lot cheaper. So you can find that the quality of limited edition products can be a lot worse and their permanent yep. releases it changes which,
1: it's which not is, what you're used yeah,
2: to which is yep. frustrating so that that is not a good sign like that always pisses me off
1: I look I agree now I, I don't think either of us here are saying that being made in China is no. like a bad thing I think the the thing that we want to be clear about here is that if you are used to a certain type of product or a certain quality of product and mm-hmm. then you buy a limited edition item it turns out it's not actually one that comes to mind that like really i feel sort of like put the nail in the coffin for two-faced um was the nikki yeah the two-faced nikki tutorials palette um that look that didn't go down very well everyone was upset
0: this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Um,
2: supposedly, the whole drama behind that was the palette that she tested and they sent out to influencers so the first pr batch was a very high quality so people were recommending it saying it's great and then when consumers bought it like the mass produced like hundreds of thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of quantity sort of uh product it was crap and it was getting absolutely slammed so often there can be a discrepancy with how they manufacture it but also that happened with um jacqueline hill and the becca palette they actually yeah. sent that out to influencers they raved about it and then it was, I think, a few people got it, canned it, and then they just ended up not releasing it. They pulled it from the shelves yeah. because that mass I production... That. Yeah, that run was abysmal. It, it went to shit. So, you know, things yeah. can go... They don't. The quality control doesn't seem to always be there with um, the sample runs versus the mass yes. production runs. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of other things that I really... I personally hate... From limited edition collections or um, collaborations, um, when the collaboration just doesn't fit, it just doesn't work. There's oh, yeah. it doesn't show much passion in the collaboration. Like that always loses me because if you're a fan of a particular TV show or movie or whatever it happens to be, character and they collaborate with that character and it they don't do it justice. It yeah. It can really take the shine off the release, so I hate it when brands do that. But I also really hate it when they release things that are gimmicks. They're things that they wouldn't release permanently because the quality is not there. It doesn't align with their brand. It's like Hip Dot recently releasing releasing that um, My Chemical Romance collection with those glittery oh, metallic the, lip products. Like, don't the, get me wrong, the lip I don't yeah that with yeah, that metallic liquid. <laughs> Like, I don't know much about Hip Dot. Like, I haven't tried their products. I've seen all their yeah. releases. But that just seems like something that people wouldn't normally buy unless it was in the bundle and forced upon them. Yes. So yeah. when they do filler items like that, where it's like they're just trying to make more to sell more, that mm-hmm. really shits me as well. And I'm thinking also yeah. of the Urban Decay game of thrones collection if i kept mm. that as a couple of liners an eyeshadow palette and a lipstick like you yeah. can the theme was fine the colors were not fine but what it came down to was when they kept releasing more and more things in the box set you realize mm-hmm. that they were just it's like when you watch something like a like master chef and they're like don't yeah. do four dishes because if there's one dish that's bad it's going to bring them all down and yes. that's what i think yeah. colla- like limited edition collaborations or you know, releases do as well. If they pat it out too much, they take the shine off the few things that are really good, and overall you're like, this is just a whole bunch of shit, and why did I spend 200 bucks on it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's... Like, less is more in some situations. Um, And, look, I'll never forgive that Game of Thrones collection, but they had, like, a gold shimmery lipstick. Like, why? Why? Just... Whose idea was that? But they and had a
2: teal wrote... eyeliner that was to die for.
1: That eyeliner yes.
2: and, a, you know, a couple of select things, sure. Yeah. All of it, not But, nah, like,
1: mate. not a lot of it was junk. I feel like very recently we saw a sneak peek of a collaboration with a property that just did not fit. Bobby Brown and fucking Monopoly. Get Lost. <laughs> I was gonna swear again, but I thought that's too, too many f words in too short succession. Bobby Brown and Monopoly, and makeup. Bobby Brown, makeup, Monopoly. What?
2: Look, I can imagine Monopoly coming from Wet and Wild. Yes. Or even I can even see it Makeup from Revolution. Or yeah, not. Not Bobby Brown. Bobby <laughs> not Brown and Monopoly. Bobby Brown. So bizarre. I don't know
1: where Bobby Brown is going, but I can They're tell you. They're going to that jail. A...
2: Go <laughs> straight to jail. Do not collect. Do not
1: pass go. <laughs> do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, I um I don't think we see it super, super, super often, but we do occasionally see these collabs that you're just like, Thank God it's limited. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> oh wait, hang on. It'll be around for 10 years because it'll take that long to sell the shit that they've made. I think the thing that can
2: go wrong as well with um, particularly, I find, collaborations. And especially Mm. with influencers, not so much Monopoly. Oh, um, yeah. Things that can go bad and things that have gone bad in the past and that really shit me. um, When brands are sort of deceptive. So they might say this is limited edition. And then all of a sudden they delete that from the Instagram like release information. And they just make it (coughs) permanent. (coughs) Exactly right. So when they're really deceptive. Even when they're deceptive about what the product looks like. Thinking of that Mac pink powder with the overspray and people like it's a beautiful highlighter and in reality it's
1: a chalky powder mess pink powder (laughs) my god so when things are deceptive yeah they can
2: be they can absolutely tank and also i find that because a lot of brands work with influencers often drama follows releases so you can often find a release tanking or not tanking but like having a bad reputation because the reputation of the influencer follows it.
1: So It's been tarnished. Yeah, Yeah, so there
2: can be a lot more drama around um, limited edition releases as well.
1: Um, something else that can be problematic um, with, you know, limited edition products is when they repackage old products into new packaging and say it's limited... Does anyone fucking care? Oh my God, Nars is releasing another orgasm blush in different packaging. <gasps> I haven't already got twenty of those.
2: Yeah, or I fucking can't champagne go pop. At any pop.
1: Time. Oh, yeah, that my was God, the thing yes. that
2: was because again, champagne pop by Becca that was supposed to be limited edition and then it came back permanent and came back in creams and liquids and palettes and fucking eyeshadow palette. Like it was done to death. Like. I remember yeah. we hustled to get that champagne pop. It took ages yeah. to get to Australia. And when it finally launched, we we're like, we're getting it. It was exciting. It was not worth the excitement. I can tell you that. And then they just flogged a dead horse. It was yeah. it was the death of Becca. It was it was the I, death of Becca. You know what?
1: It probably actually was. They fucking rode that horse into the ground and then got a shovel while the horse is dead Mm -hmm. and they made it ride some more into the fucking grave. Because that was literally the only fucking horse they flogged ever since that success. That's like when you see YouTubers who, um, or anyone actually, who peeks at their success and then just keeps doing the same thing over and over. The and then wonders. W- yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> that's Becca and Champagne yeah. Pop. Bad. Yeah. Really bad. They could never reinvent themselves after that. But that's because they took it too far. That was their, like, one-trick pony. And sometimes you need to let those one-trick ponies go. Bring them back much later.
2: Yeah, and this, that was a shame, though, because um, if I did make it limited edition, and even if they needed to extend the batch. So often what brands do, like we said before, they'll make a certain run of products. And the way it works with, like, holiday collections, for example, if you're a brand that's stocked in a bunch of different stores worldwide, the stores would put in their orders. Like, we want 50000 of your lipsticks or whatever it happens to be um and so they will manufacture to those orders and then that's done once they're sold out they're moving on if it's a release that's just a random release um an april release for example and it's like oh this is a product that we didn't expect to do as well as it did it went viral people are buying it people are selling it Secondhand for triple the price, Mm. Um, you know, people are, you know, all that kind of stuff. To stop people reselling, to stop people counterfeiting them, um, often they'll say, okay, the demand is there, we'll keep, we'll make a new batch, we'll keep selling it until the demand has lowered or until everyone has got one if they wanted it. So I understand why brands do that. It sometimes takes the shine off the limited edition vibe of it but at the same time it's pleasing their customers while minimizing people yes selling them online for an expensive price and people copying them and trying to recreate them so i get that when they make it permanent and then they just keep shoving it down your throat that is a different situation
1: yeah yeah that is
2: yeah I feel like that's a different situation and I don't think there should be any time where brands do that, in my opinion. Mm. Too faced and notorious for it. You know, a, a, there's a bunch of brands that are like, okay, you like this, let's just keep doing it for the next 10 years.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and, 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey. <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
2: I honestly feel like, especially with Becca, they had other cool highlighters. They could have been like, okay, Champagne Pop will be out for a year because... If it once everyone gets one that they, if you want one, you've got the opportunity to buy it, yep. have it out for a year, and let's move on to another influencer that has a better influencer. vision or yep. a, a different vision. And I have to say, um, Berlin Girl Glow, I've got it here somewhere. Yeah, Berlin Girl Glow shits all over Champagne going. Pop, and they never bothered restocking that, or they yep. maybe did once. This was not made enough. And this was so much more unique and so much more beautiful than um, Champagne Pop. You couldn't
1: even get that in Australia. No,
2: didn't come to Australia. That was like,
1: that was limited, limited, limited. As in, it was only released in certain areas, certain amounts. The only reason we got them is because the gorgeous queen herself sent us both one each. Yeah. What a sweetheart.
2: Champagne Pop is just your standard Champagne Gold. Berlin Girl Glow, I'm not too sure if you can see, but it's like a... It's like a beige with this it's like, like cool tone yeah. bluey sheen and it just looks gorgeous. It's like I don't know if you it's can like see it probably. Skin. It's, it's beautiful. It's like glass it. skin. It's beautiful. And if yep. they gave that the time of day that they gave Champagne Pop, maybe they wouldn't have been in the like dead in the ground. Like it's mm-hmm. September. Weren't they closing at the end of September? Yeah. See I you later, think so. Becca. It's your last month. Bye. See you. <laughs> I mean ya.
1: you know, they could have literally focused on Creating a range of highlighters for different skin tones that were just like your perfect glow. Mm-hmm. So, the perfect glow for people with cool tone, pale skin, warm mm-hmm. tone, pale skin, you know, fair, warm tone, fair, cool tone, and just like work like a foundation range, but in highlighters. I think one good
2: thing about uh, collaborating with influencers, and this is where I think Becca got a bit of jolt of life back in the day was that influencers do have a different perspective than what the brand has. Like the brand is often set in their ways. They know what they're creating. They've got the same team that has the same ideas. So often when you do get um, a Jaclyn Hill and, and they're like, okay, I want to create this thing. I know it's currently lacking in the industry. And then they bring out something that, like just resonates with people and then you go with with someone else like Hattice and she's got a different perspective that is just as unique as Champagne Pop was at the time and just as beautiful and just as needed in the industry so I feel like collaborating with influencers can be really really good in terms of breaking brands out of their little bubble and realizing what people actually want because influencers Mm. influencers are the ones that a they listen to a lot of their audience and they can hear feedback um of potential customers but also um they use a lot of products they test out a lot of products and they can see what's lacking and what they would love to create if they had the opportunity so I think influencer collaborations have brought out some really cool products um but I again I feel like they're There's a time and a place for them And that's why them being limited edition Is a smart idea rather than just like Banging on about it for forever
1: Okay, how about we talk about The cons of Limited edition products From a consumer's perspective Yeah. Yeah So I think some of the Big things for me That, I mean before you even Get the product I'm starting to feel ticked off Is when Shipping costs are just absurd. I'm looking or the product
2: themselves are like increased just because it's limited edition or they're yeah paying to use a certain property.
1: And then there is, of course, the huge issue of over consumerism. You know the fear of missing out, which sparks the over consumerism. They are probably one of the most toxic (laughs) traits of. Limited edition products to be fair Yeah, yeah. It's the marketing or the,
2: the point of them Actually working but working Almost To the degree where it, It's quite detrimental On people yeah. because yeah I feel like You can definitely especially around the holiday season um, mm. Buy a lot More than you expected to or you again and then you have the regret as well of buying something that you didn't yes. need or that you don't like and that comes yep. back to a product not being great if a product is really really good and even if you spend a little bit more money than you expected to if you love it and treasure it, it like you can justify it and go okay this is going to be something yep. that that's special to me for a long time um but i definitely think that um you know brands like Colourpop that have described themselves as like the fast fashion of the makeup world um they have nailed this like all their collections are themed all their collections are collaborations um and they do that because it sparks people buying um and needing to yeah. buy something that resonates with them because they watch that show as a kid or it reminds them of their mum or whatever it happens to be. They tug on the heartstrings and the nostalgia and they make people buy things that they normally wouldn't buy, which becomes... And I think the thing is if you do that occasionally, it's fine. But right now we're seeing it day in, day out. And, like, luckily I've got makeup fatigue and I can't be bothered buying jack shit. But if you were the type of person that was just getting into makeup and it was all really exciting, like... Your credit card Good luck would to take you, a hun. beating. Yeah. Another negative, which is not as dark as that, um, is if you find something that you love and then you happen to lose yeah. it or break it or use it up, you can't get it again. You can't and-
1: get it again. Another thing that is a major, major issue with some limited edition collections is resellers. Mm-hmm. So these are people who jump on websites and buy things out and then sell them at a higher price on you know reselling websites so you might find them on eBay or other beauty related resellers. Um this is this was an issue for quite a while at one stage there. I vaguely remember probably about maybe four or five years ago there was a collection that released and sold out really quickly and then it was popping up on um ebay and they were selling for like four or five times the price. so that's a problem we have seen a lot of um sellers step up and try to deal with that though where they you can only buy like how many you can buy yeah yeah two per purchase which i think is smart
2: Yeah, I've seen a lot, especially highlighters. For some reason, highlighters and eyeshadow palettes Mm. used to pop up a lot on eBay and sell for hundreds Mm -hmm. of dollars. But the thing is, like, by the next, like, the next year, brands have seen how popular that product is. And they've replicated it. Like, they haven't exactly copied it, but they've brought out. Like, how many highlighters that I have that are just like Champagne Pop these days? Uh, It's ridiculous. All of them? It's ridiculous. Like it's yeah. no like it's ridiculous. You can always find something that's just as good or even better down the track. So I'd never yeah. I'd never pay someone a ridiculous price for ripping you off. That pisses me off. Yeah,
1: no. That pisses I I agree. Um I remember and this actually goes back to like what you were saying before about, you know, if it's limited edition and you break it or you lose it or whatever you can't get it again, and you cry about it. (laughs) That was me with stylishly merry, right? Mm -hmm. Now, it was suggested to me, it was suggested to me that I um, have a look on eBay because there were some selling on eBay and there was no way in hell, no way, no way in hell over my dead body would I buy one at the prices they were trying to sell them on eBay. And you know what happened anyway? They re-released it. But you they know did. what happened before they re-released it? They re-released it in a gigantic highlighter. But you know what happened before they even did that? Other brands started releasing the yep, exact same true. thing. And I bought one from Shantakai. It Look, cost I'm me my first about fucking this, child. Yeah, I know. Exactly right. See? Beautiful. This is why I love limited edition products. Because, mwah! It's beautiful. <laughs>
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message
0: and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Okay, we're going to end by talking about some of the products that we love, like the limited edition products that we love, love, love. But before I do get there, I want to point out that there's a weird trend. And again, Mm. things are very polarizing. There's a weird trend where a lot of influencers declutter limited edition products because they're like I can't use it because if I use it on camera people can't buy it and they get frustrated and I understand that some people in the comments can get frustrated but I don't think people should come to YouTube channels expecting that the creator's face is like something they can click on and buy like it's made yeah, that inspiration. <laughs> if you love the colour story, you can always find something yep. similar. Do a bit of a Google dupe for blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yep. yeah, it's interesting that some people view limited edition products as things that are subpar to the rest of their collection just because they can't feature it as much. Whereas we're the yeah. complete opposite.
1: I've decluttered these. You know things. what? Yeah. I just. I just jerried why they get rid of them. They can't, they can't sell, sell them anymore. Yeah,
2: they can't sell. It's not yeah, that people they get,
1: can't buy them. It's that they can't they sell can't, them. They
2: can't make an affiliate purchase of it. Yeah. Yes.
1: Fucking hell, Cheeky man. fuckers. <laughs> Cheeky.
2: Whereas, yep. you know, we're the complete opposite where, um, you know, I've been decluttering stuff fairly recently. And I, if it comes down to two red lipsticks, like this one and another one that's very similar, I will get rid of the one mm. that's permanent knowing that I can always buy it at any time. Whereas a limited yep. edition one... I can't and it's cute mm-hmm. it's got teddy bears and smells like cinnamon it's yeah superior in, it's it's special so yeah, yeah i'm i'm the yeah. opposite i'm more inclined to keep limited limited edition products than permanent products for sure
1: so am i yeah um i actually feel like a lot of my limited edition items look if i have a limited edition item and it turns out that it's a piece of crap and I don't like it, I will declutter it. Yeah. I've done yes. it. I've done it time yeah. and time again. I won't again. keep it just because there. it's
2: limited edition. No, fuck no. No. If it's
0: there trash, are it's trash.
1: Some, yeah, there are some crap items that I've kept, my Besame palettes, but they are still treasures to me. In, the, I feel like they're almost like a piece of makeup art, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But over the years of my decluttering and curating my collection... The majority of what I've kept is limited. And they're usually the ones that I reach for because they do have that really, like, special aspect to them. They're Just, they're little yeah. treasures. Shall we talk about some of our favourites? Yeah. You go first. And us. maybe, is it alright if I talk about one of my not favourites? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I want to talk about these because this actually t- ticks me off. That's these fair. are the Hourglass Ambient Lighting Edits. They do this every year. They re-release almost the same thing with the different... Like, the outside is different. These are holiday releases, and they'll change, like, one blush. But it's, like, a blush that they have in their permanent collection. What they used to do, and maybe they still do this, but they used to also put in, like, two new shades of something, and then they would release them three months later and put them in their permanent collection. Yeah. So, that was always very rude. <laughs> all right, show them something you can't get anymore, cat.
2: I'm going to talk yeah! about Berlin Girl Glow. I love Berlin Girl Glow. It's one of the. I'm, yep. Look, I look like I've got it all over my face right now. It's just oily skin and studio lighting late at night. It, it, it happens. But this is a gorgeous highlighter, and I don't have anything like it. And I've actually had a few people um, come on my channel and be like, because you raved about this so much, I bought it and I still use it to this very day. And yeah. I don't blame you. The only reason I don't use it every beautiful. day is because I don't want to use it up. Like, it's so beautiful. No, ever. It's so unique. <laughs> it's got this beautiful um, sort of tan, uh, sort of beige base and this sort of soft, almost pearlescent. Cool toned shimmer to it. Normally, I don't like yeah. cool tone because it makes me look really frosty. Whereas, because this has that yeah. tan base, oh, such a good It just works. Yeah. I will never get rid of this.
1: I'm going to I talk about highlighter as well. This is pretty special to me. This is the egg, the space egg. egg. It's the MAC Robert Lee Morris highlighter. And this never even came to Australia. We just need to bless Anon for sending it to yeah. us. Yeah, they're beautiful. You know, absolute treasure. Look at that. That is literally a piece of art. I can't like. It's like a spaceship.
2: An alien. There egg. is.
1: Yeah, there is literally space in my coffin for this. Like I put <laughs> it into my will. <laughs> this t- this comes with me. You know, yeah, like. That's fair. That's that's how I feel about that particular product. It is an absolute treasure in my collection and. I'll never get rid of it. I even keep it in its box with its protective inner... Bo- mate. So do I. Mm-hmm. So do I. I've got mine in my box yeah. as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, just... Oh, you yeah. are still my beating heart.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look, all I can talk about... I feel like highlighters is the thing I'm going to be talking a lot about.
1: i want to talk fair. about this. Oh, this? yes! That is okay. such a good one. The thing that shits me
2: about this is they... So, this is the flatter <laughs> MUA no, and Smashbox palette. There were mm-hmm. three highlighters released. This was the superior highlighter out of all of them. But it had the shittest packaging. It did! The one it, with the, um... Just the image. The flat image. Yeah, the, the one textured the, like, flower was yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was really cool. Why oh, right. didn't they do That's that with this brilliant. one? brilliant.
2: Anyway, I don't know. that's the one flaw of this. This is the Petal mm. Metal Highlighter in Prismatic Petal. And again, this is like a duochrome. So it's this vibrant pink. It's got a gold shift to it. I'm actually wearing it today. It's the most stunning pink highlighter. So it looks very quite vibrant pink on the face. But when you see pink highlighters, I feel like, again, they almost have got a white base. They look a little bit frosty. But this duochrome with the gold... It's, mm-hmm. Okay, it's an intense highlighter. It's sparkly. It's gorgeous, but it is, it is. It's like a fantastic eyeshadow. Like I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it, but it's so They're look, stunning. I admire my pink highlighter. It's gorgeous. <laughs> so again, it's one that More I pull out. I don't wear it all the time. I don't need to wear a pink highlighter all the time. But whenever I use it, I'm like, oh, it's just a little bit special, and I love it. And it's beautiful on the yeah. eyes as well. So that's one that I'm also taking. In my coffin with me. Thank you very much, Flutter. Anyway. Yes.
1: Um, this. i Interesting. Don't know if you'll be able to see it. This is the Bare Minerals Aurora Lights palette. This was not a raving success, I think, mm. for anyone except myself. I have two of these <laughs> and I fucking love them. I have one yeah. that's still in its box, untouched, and I have this one. And look, okay, the colour story, probably nothing to write home about definitely nothing to write home about i could even point out its flaws but for some reason i just love it i think i love it because it's the closest thing i've ever seen from bare minerals t- to like a colorful palette they it's used like, to
2: do colors back in the day they did they back in did the day, and then they, i still got one yeah yes yeah, so i've got a couple of quads <laughs> colorful quads. i've got like a, a killer purple quad from them
1: so bad um Oh yeah, my God. yeah.
2: No, that one. Look, I I like the quality of that, but I found that it was either too like the shades were too light or too dark on me. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I yeah. like more mid
2: tones, yeah. so for me, didn't yeah. quite hit the mark. But um, look, last highlighter I'm going to talk about highlighter and this one's in the box and I showed it before. Back like stylishly, berry. Like I keep banging on about ah, this, yes. and but it's. It's such a beautiful one-and-done eyeshadow. Again, it's like a pink to gold um, duochrome. You can just put this on your eyes and it gives a really stunning effect. Yes, did they bring it out in a highlighter version the year later? Yes, did I buy it? Yes, this is a snow-flushed Extra Dimension uh, highlighter. Do I I regret it? No. No, I don't regret it because I can use this until it's dead. And then I've got this beautiful one waiting for me, shining like a beautiful beacon of hope In the sky. sky. So, I'm going to, like, I love these. And I love, I just feel like it's the most flat. And on any skin tone, you can put it on. It It just gives you sort of sparkly, iridescent, duochrome beautifulness. I love it.
1: It's because the base is actually basically transparent. And it's, yeah, and it's all just that beautiful, like, really finely milled shimmer that Mm -hmm. adds the glow. That is, it's beautiful. Like, I just, it's a stunner. Um, this is another reason why I love limited edition things this is from NARS it's in the shade Susie and you know okay for starters beautiful metallic red packaging but then you roll mm. it up and it's got this like geometric like cut out pattern I've used it like three times and then I was like you're gonna fuck up that pattern Haley. don't do it So Can I I've say though just... so? I, yeah. your,
2: I decluttered mine earlier this year
1: I know, I saw <laughs> I was so I upset
2: saw. I was oh, so upset no. with it, it dis- No, like, no like, I wasn't upset that I decluttered it I was no. so upset that he performed so badly on me Yeah, yeah, because yeah Because all the other shades performed so well But for some was, reason yeah. that one was like Smeary. Patchy on me It just didn't work no, with my lip yeah. And I was like, I can't keep you around just because you're can't gorgeous
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair
2: I was very upset. Um, I
1: do, have, I felt I do betrayed. have the nude one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I bought the nude one as well. And there yeah. was a purple one, but I restrained. I was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> restrained. I, <hated> <laughs> <Just gasps>
1: yeah. I was very good on that day. I wasn't. You should have no. seen the other shit that I bought. <laughs> we didn't go to like four Meccas or something on that day.
2: <laughs> I remember that day very well <gasps>
1: oh, shit. I love it I miss those days I, love... I know, we even can't even now. leave our house yeah. the houses Even days. now, I would still go to four meccas just to <laughs> so, look at the, the different nuances the I want. of what they have yeah.
2: I agree, I hear you I'll, I'll be there with you like I was last <laughs> time Yes,
1: exactly <laughs> Alright, I know Kat has an absolute handful of something that I fully support as well Yeah, these
2: are the... I'm dropping them all over the shop. Uh, These are the Too Faced Melted Matte Liquid Lipsticks. I've got the Holiday Ones and also the Holiday Minis. I love these. Firstly, they're my favorite matte liquid lipstick formula. I'm wearing um, Buttered Rum, I think it is. Hot Buttered Rum on my lips Mm. today. It's one of my favorite shades. Um, I love these. Not only are they fun because they're new um, colors, that's it, with different scents so if it's mm-hmm. a gingerbread it smells like gingerbread not only is it fun and it's just a little bit more whimsical and like i don't know it's you put fun. it on in the morning and you're like oh that's a little bit of fun yeah um but they're fantastic products and one thing i learned yeah. about this range or the minis was that a lot of people that had never even tried the permanent range um heard that the minis were really good went on to try the minis enjoyed them and then fell in love with the permanent range. I was the opposite. Mm -hmm. I had come across the permanent range first. And then I just thought these minis were fun and good value. But this is a good example of if you put some of your top products um, into fun, like little collections, uh, it can really sell the product Mm -hmm. and bring in new customers. So these are, yeah, some of my favorites. And again, I've decluttered other shades uh, to keep these because they just are a little bit more special and a little bit more fun. Um, and they're all beautiful, and they all wear really, really
1: well. So they are really 11. great products. And actually, I've got another product that's pretty much exactly like that, just in a different category. So this is um, the Smashbox, yeah, <laughs> the Smashbox uh, Photo Finish Primer. Actually, need some right So now. I'm Feeling a bit hot. I have, <laughs> I have like these are scented ones. Yeah. So they release scented minis and scented limited edition ones. Um, I tried the the normal one and I was like that's a nice product I really like it and then they started releasing scented ones and I was like get the fuck out of town give me all of them (laughs) and I have so many in my drawer back there literally I think I have uh, I think I have five large ones and I think at least Four?
2: Four, or six? four. of these. Four of the four
1: small of ones. Four of the minis. Yeah. I love them. I think yeah, they're I love fantastic. Them too. And it's such a good product. And if they release more, I will buy more. I'm there with yeah. bells on. And I f- agree. Kat mentioned earlier the MAC scented fix plus. Peony is my favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna mmm. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Do amazing. you know what annoys
2: me about uh, these though? Is I actually yeah. prefer the original scent over them all the uh, other yeah, ones though because yeah, the original scent that... they've just they've nailed it. But I do enjoy trying different scents. Like yeah yeah scent yeah. to me I think it adds an, another level of experience to a product. I know I a lot agree. of people like yeah. I hate scented products. I love them. Yeah, they just make me happy if the scent is good. I so, love them too. Yeah, yeah. I love ex- experimenting. As long as the scent them.
1: is not like overpowering, it's fine for me. Um, Something I don't like about these, yeah. the price tag. It offends me badly. They can so back to Mac in Australia. them. I know. Thank God you have to for that price. <laughs> Last one we're
2: going to talk about. What is it, Hayley?
1: The Hourglass, the Confession Ultra Slim Lipsticks. I haven't got all of mine here, I've got a couple. These are awesome. Mm-hmm. Fabulous formula absolutely bomb formula they've already got a really big collection of colors in their normal Mm -hmm. range um but when the holidays roll around or a special occasion rolls around they release more colors and the traditional is just
2: this gold and then i've got like pink red gold with a heart silver they do bring out different um colors which again is it that big a deal probably not But if you love the formula and you love this, yes we do, yes we do. If you love this lipstick (laughs) formula, these are just a little bit more special. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with reaching for something and being like, I love you just that little bit more because
1: you're red with a bug on it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Like, how can you go past it? It's so cute. (laughs) Okay, guys, so that is it for our little chit chat about limited edition products. Let us know where you stand. Are you on the side of pro limited edition product and you agree that they're just a little bit more special or are you on the side of no limited edition product never not interested do not want hate it when I can't get them or I miss out let us know how you feel um and if you have any other things that we didn't mention but you feel is important about limited edition items that the people should know share it in the comments so they and can And
2: also, yeah, if you have a favourite limited edition product, oh, yeah.
1: let you have us to know tell us com- com- your You have to item. tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got a favourite. We just showed you all of ours. We can't choose. We are the mother of limited edition products. I've it even got brushes. Unsure. I've got palettes. I've got <laughs> yeah. stuff. I've got heaps <laughs> of stuff yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got plenty the of stuff The majority of my collection... Yeah. is limited. Except
2: for my like, be, foundations yeah. and powders, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even then, I've got right. a limited edition powder. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It happens. Alright, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a thumbs up, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.